Hello, Defenders. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Andrew on Texas Criminal Defense. My name is Andrew Harris, and as always, joining me is the scholarly Andrew Decker. Oh, I thought you were going to say Winston the dog. Oh, Winston's here too. Well, but he's scholarly. When you said scholarly, I assumed it he had to a, be somebody else. He is a distinguished gentleman, but so are you, well, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are. I actually, so being yeah. distinguished, I actually had uh, my assistant today was in a little bit of a mood this morning, and someone called from the jail asking for Deckers. Deckers? Was Deckers there? And she was like, you may address him as Mr. Decker. He is your attorney. She was she was in a little feisty mood, she, and she, she kind of laid it. into this guy calling from I the jail. I love it. And I said, at least he knew it was Decker, not just my attorney. Yeah, right? that's so true. Without a name or anything yeah, else. Yeah, I've, I've had to... <laughs> I, I typically don't care how I'm addressed so long as we're working towards a resolution or putting a defense together or preparing in an amicable way. But I've I've sometimes had to correct people like, hey, man, look, you, you have to remember I'm your attorney. Right. We're, I'm not we're a not y'alls. Friends. I'm not a y'alls. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, when and they kind of make it sound like I'm with the, with the prosecutor. Right. Yeah. Or the judge or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and that is... I, I think that's just one step closer to like respecting the process that they're in. If they can at least show some sign of respect to the attorney. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, don't care know if they call me Andrew. Yeah. Most yeah. Of the time. No. Right. Um, but it was just funny. The respect. I love it. Scholarly. Man. You know, it's just funny that it's kind of nice morning. to have somebody, you know, in your office that like sticks up for you. Well, it's one. There's one. one person. There's one. Yeah. And my, my office manager is fantastic. Uh, it does that all the time. For right. Me. And shout, it really, out, it really, shout out to Shanae. She's, oh, amazing. she's amazing. Yeah. She's great. So, um, yeah. So I, I've, I have had more conversations with prosecutors that have been listening to the show. Uh, and that just kind of makes me think like, uh, yeah, kind of like squirm a little bit thinking like, you know all the mess I talk about prosecutors on the on the show. Uh, Again, it's why great. every time you say something about the prosecutor, I'm like the reviews of Mr. Harris do not yeah. necessarily reflect those of Mr. Decker. They don't. I was pointed out uh, recently on on one of the, the for the last episode. I was like, yeah, you know, I went out and did all this work. That wasn't. I, I don't think I I don't really remember what I said, but I should clarify that the prosecutor in that particular case who listens to the show and is a fan. And has learned something, at least about THC testing from it. Um, she did do the right thing. She did go out and confirm everything that I was telling her and all of the um, documentation that we had as far as like pictures and work we've done and all that. So I do appreciate it when prosecutors try to do the right thing. Right. And there are actually a lot of them that try to they do, do the right thing. And there we, are. Our, our defense attorneys try to do the right thing. I think sometimes in the volume of cases and minutiae, we all can lose something on any given case. Just kind of the, I don't care. I'm overwhelmed, maybe. Right, Man, right. I find myself overwhelmed all the time. You know what the but best gonna, thing about that, that is? That, that's going to kind of come up in our next episode. It is. Okay, we'll save it. We'll save it. Right. That'll be our Christmas Ho- holiday special. special. It's holiday special because it we is. have some who are not uh, You're not right. to Christmas. You are so right, Although sir. I think it's going to be a very Christmas song that I sing this year. Look forward oh, like to I, I am looking forward to that. Right. Um, I don't have to sing, do I? God, no. Yeah, thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> but what are we talking about this time? We've now done about four and a half minutes of, of absolute nothing. Right. I, I was hoping you'd come up with a topic by now. No, um, we do prepare <laughs> before this show. So, Andrew, we've talked on this show before about state jail felonies. Yeah, I want to give me some of that 1244A. Eh? That's right, man. 
Uh, that was or, a great title. <laughs> or the the elusive 1244B, even. Ooh. So we, we have talked about downward departures from state jail felonies. Right, and really we talked about the fact that everyone, you know, somebody on a capital murder thinks they needed some 1244B. You know, right. everybody could use some 1244B <laughs> in their life. I know. You know, <laughs> right? And it doesn't work that way. But go back and listen to you know. The, I give you some more of that twelve forty four a. That was a good, great episode. A good episode. Um, today we're going to be talking about upward depart or enhancements to state jail felonies. Dun, and dun, dun. when we were talking about this, we were kind of stumped. Like, what do you what do you want to discuss on this episode? Um, and I I just have the biggest problem with state jail felony enhancements. Uh, and I know Michelle Ochoa would say, well, read the dang code. 1244A. Dummy. No, not 1244. 42A. 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 <laughs> 42A. Code of which there is some of that. But, you know, this the enhancements are in the uh, penal code. There is in the CCP. And we'll get to that and all that. But she would say, read the code, right? I mean, that's first and foremost. God bless her. And she's right. But I don't. And so... I was hoping we That's could talk about that. That's why I get text messages during trial. How many? How Shut many? Up. Don't, um, don't tell people. How that. many strikes do I get in <laughs> felony? <laughs> okay. All right. That was a long time ago. Come on, people. Um, look, I have made some mistakes in my life. Okay. I just. I don't feel like anybody should judge about, me on that. We're talking about state jail felonies today. Yeah. And again, <laughs> with this prosecutor that pointed out, she's like, you make yourself sound so smart. And I was like, you haven't listened to all the podcast episodes. Yeah, definitely clearly. not. Yeah, clearly. Um, but if, you know, I told her, I was like, if you want credit, then start your own darn podcast. Mm. Anyways, uh, let's talk about state jail felonies. So state jail felonies. Mr. Hirth, I get what... What are the two most common state jail felonies in your experience? Uh, meth possession and, I don't know, I mean, there's, it's U- meth U- possession is going to be like right. UUMV or, or right. um, DWI with a child. I get a lot of those. Um, theft with two priors, we get a yeah, lot of those. Yeah, yeah. I, would say, I would say probably if, if you tell me, hey, I got a state jail felony, I'm thinking it's possession of a controlled substance. Yeah, um, or, or, or T- U- yeah, THC or, or meth, UUMV. Yeah. The, the, right. th- that's it. Right. Yeah. Um, yes, there are some other things, but that's that's it. And we're talking about you know pos- minor possession. Um, the funny thing is, is is you know state jail felony is is newer than third, second, and capital. Uh, it, it is it, third, second, first, and capital. Um, and it feels like that when you're reading the code, like it's an afterthought. And and I think when the reason that I have such issues with the enhancements is because there's so many different ways to get enhanced. And, and it's such an, a weird amalgamation. Yeah. Of, it's not quite a misdemeanor. It's not quite, it's not quite a felony. Yeah. It's it not TDC felony. felony, even though the state jail facility is run by TDC and houses TDC inmates in the state jail facility along with state jail. And inma- I mean, it's, it is a weird area of the code and a, and a weird punishment group. Yeah. Definitely. So, so we figured, you know, hey, if if we have this, at least I have this much problem with these enhancements, surely it, somebody else has to. It is definitely something where if I get enhancement notices on a state jail felony, I end up having to really go and look at the chart and the code to make sure that I know that what they're saying is correct. Right. And, and it's not one. It's not the normal one is, you know, because like no. if if I have. Let's just 
let's just start with the most basic. Yeah. Somebody's done a little bit of time. Okay, so let's let's go even worse. They get picked up, meth under a gram, you know, point one, and uh, they've been in custody about sixty days. And what happens on a regular basis in that case, Mr. Harris? In a lot in a lot of counties, not every county, but a lot of counties. Um, they've been in custody for sixty days on a meth case. Yeah, they're going to so sit for first, a long, much much longer time before they're indicted because that lab test has got to come back. Okay, that's what not what you're talking about. I see the look in your eyes, and I have no idea what answer you want. So often on something like a meth case, first meth case, point point one gram. A lot of times, if they've got that lab back, you're getting a jail run. Twelve forty four a get them out of here. Right, right. But what is that? It feels like a misdemeanor. Just 60 days in the county jail, and I'm out going back doing my business walking down the street. Yeah. But what is it? It's a felony conviction. It's a state jail felony conviction, right? So the first one, 60 days, maybe 90, maybe 120, right? But if they get credits and they get two for one, three for one, truly, I mean, they're... Yeah, time served. They're, they're, sure. they're walking out after a jail run. Okay, great. The second one. Okay. Meth, point one, maybe point two. What's happening this time? Stay jail time, maybe six months, probably the minimum. Yeah, maybe nine months if they were kind of a jerk to the yeah. officer or something. Yeah. Um, but it's still state jail time. No enhancement. No upper. No upper range. And sometimes, if you're in a larger county, you're still getting a twelve forty four a because they're like, we just don't have time to mess with this. Sure. I've seen that before. Yeah. Right. So, what have, what has our client learned so far about having a little bit of meth? It's not that big a deal. Ain't ain't, no, ain't nothing but a thing, right? Ain't nothing but a thing. Yeah, just some time. Just, That's it. Just got, as I'm told occasionally, just had to lay down for a bit. <laughs> like wow, okay. That's true. For a long, I mean, for just a lot of laying down. <laughs> but I. I uh, the first time I heard that, I looked at my client real funny, and then I've heard several people say it, and I'm like, obviously, that's a term. Yeah. That's a, you know, just, yep. just got to go lay down for a minute. Okay. Yeah. I, well, yeah. You know, hey, man, that's people in different situations than we are. Thankfully. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Uh, but now they've got two felony convictions for state two. jail. Yeah, two state jail felony convictions. Okay, so reminder for our listeners, they are felony convictions in terms of felon in possession of a firearm, uh, right to vote, et cetera. But in terms of enhancements, it's very important that it says state jail felony. Right. Right. So that's Mr. Harris is, is true. I am true. But we're talking about different collateral consequences yeah. and effects. Is that? Yes. Fair. Okay. All right. Just want Just want to make sure we weren't, you know, like, it is also we are recording this like later than we normally do. So Yeah, Mr. Harris normally home taking a nap at four fifteen. Okay, don't we shouldn't advertise that. Because <laughs> I people will start calling my office then. Um but this has been a really full day for both of us. Yeah. So we're so we may not be on the same page. But we do y- agree. Wavelength, but yes, that right. is true. Right. Okay. So our 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 client has learned that it's not that big of a deal. And then they take their neighbor's car. Okay. Right. Right. And it's it's cheap enough that they're not going to charge them with a theft, you know, over 30000 They're going to charge them UUMV. Yeah. Where are we at? Stage, Stage jail, jail felony. felony. Okay. Yeah. 
What happens if you have two prior state jail felonies? Well, now you're enhanced to a third degree, my friend. Ooh. So that's why, because, you know, for normal, quote-unquote normal felonies, third and up, you know, one prior felony conviction, other than in state jail, will will basically rep it up one one degree, right? I mean, that's kind of like the default rule. Mm-hmm. Well, here, for state jail felony, one prior state jail felony conviction won't do that. Now, it's different if you have a prior felony conviction other than a state jail, we'll, and we'll get to that. But the baseline, you know, method of enhancing out of a state jail to a regular TDC felony is two prior state jail felony convictions. And that is uh, going to be under Penal Code 1235A. So, right. and and we're referencing, we'll be using uh, not only our Penal Code book, but also the Texas Crimes and Consequences written by Todd DuPont, who has been a guest on the show. Right. Referring um, to older, older uh, yeah. episodes again. So it is a great resource and something that all defenders should keep on them. Um, yeah, have one. It helps. It really, it does. really does help. It, it breaks it down a little more clearly. And if you have a crimes of consequence, we're looking at chart 2C. 2C, right. Thank you, Todd, for compiling this book for us. Yep. Um, okay. Right, so we're now at a third degree. That's 2 to 10. Right, so max on a state jail, our defenders will know this very well, six months to two years in a state jail facility is a range of punishment. So now the punishment starts at two years minimum. So that would be, uh, and, it, and it comes with parole, so maybe it's a little easier than state jail day for day, but we're making the jump here. We're making the leap up a whole degree. So it's kind of interesting because that's not the only way to enhance out of state jail to a third degree. Jesus. And this is, this is where Mr. Harris and and I agree with him. This is where it gets confusing. Yeah. It just becomes kind of crazy because really, uh, the two state jails to a third degree, um, I I don't think that's actually twelve thirty five C. That's that's twelve thirty five A. No, that, yeah, that one is. It's a different kind of rule, uh, but but once we get to twelve thirty five C, now we have somebody who has been previously found to have used a deadly weapon, um, or have an aggravated case or they use a deadly weapon while they were using the possession. I mean, it gets, it can be pretty confusing. So let's start with that, right? Like if we have a, we have somebody who's charged with a state jail felony, but they're a violent habitual offender. Right. Well, let's just go, let's, let's go one range at a time. Let's start at the bottom. Okay. Violent offender punish under 12, 35C. So let's actually come to 1235C, ladies and gentlemen. Turn in your hymn books. Uh, 1235C, and I'm looking at the of most the penal code of the penal code. Um, this is the 22 uh, to 23. I don't think I have the 23 in front of me. Um, but it says, an individual adju- adjudged uh, guilty of a state jail felony shall be punished for a third degree felony if it is shown at trial that the all- that of the offense that A, one, actually one, a deadly weapon was defined as defined in section 107 was used or exhibited during the commission of the offense or, or during immediate flight during the commission of the offense so the only way i can see a deadly weapon being used 
in this situation would be like during a UUMV, right? But doesn't that make it a robbery? I mean, it's so weird, like... Or aggravated assault. Right, but then it's an aggravated assault. It's, it's. I don't even know how this, how you would get here without it automatically being something much bigger, right? Because if I use a deadly weapon as I steal something, I'm now committing robbery. If I use deadly weapon uh, during an assault, I'm now using aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. If how do you I, how do you use or exhibit a deadly weapon with a possession case? Right. Well, I've got a gun while I'm while I've got my drugs. Well, that's a drug case and an unlawful carrying of a weapon. So this is such a weird rule already. I'm right? not understanding it. Right. I've never seen any case with C one. Never seen it. C2 is, the in, and I have seen this one, the individual has previously been finally convicted of any felony under Section 20A03 or 2102 or listed in Article 42A054A. Ladies and gentlemen, what is that? Those would be? Yeah, those are like continuous trapping, continuous sexual abuse, sexual assault of a child. Right, and 42A05, 42A04. Five four, we've talked about this. Three G offenses. These are what we used to call three G <laughs> yeah. offenses. Car fifty four. And, and thankfully, that. right. Thankfully to our car, uh, you know, car fifty four episode, I now know that that code is yeah oh five four. And so anytime someone says, "Well, it's a three G offense," I'm like, especially a client. Well, that's a three G offense. I'm going to be. I'm like, there's no such thing as a three G offense. Boom. Right. And it automatically they start backpedaling. I'm like, that hasn't been in the code for like ten years. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> smart ass i know it's terrible <laughs> but it helps um so basically if i've previously been convicted of let's say an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and i commit meth possession well now i'm char- now i'm a violent offender punished under penal code 1235 12.35c and that makes it a third degree felony even if i have no other prior criminal history you with me mr harris yep (laughs) okay so i'm just reading the notes here in in todd's uh in todd's uh, crimes and consequences um and and even he says like okay well he he makes note that uh the legislature's intent is unclear and so he's he is listing he's trying to list different columns and different rows on this chart to accommodate reading of the code Right. Uh, and so that that may that may be why it's just so darn confusing for us is because it's, it's it could be like as has happened so often, just poorly written code. Yeah, I, th- I think it is poorly written code. Um, and the legislatures haven't thought about, oh, if they really have a deadly weapon while they're doing this, they're going to get something bigger than a state jail felony already. Now, the prior. Right, they're just saying basically there, there's automatically a, a larger enhancement. Obviously, the twelve, the two state jail convictions, it, it's an habitual state jail felon question, um, and that yep. is twelve forty. Uh, we looked at, I uh, looked up twelve four two five is felony state jail felony habitual offenses, um, and basically that you've got two. Uh, prior state jail felonies 
And so now it's a third degree felony. That's what Mr. Harris listed the first time. Right. Still with me, Mr. Yes. Harris? Yep, I'm here. Okay. No, I'm not asking, are you here? Are you with me? No, I'm I am following along. Okay. So right now we're still in that two to two to ten range. Right. Which again in our in our smaller counties, more rural counties, they're going to even with that little bit of meth, they're gonna try to go for that two to ten. They're gonna offer you four. I actually go ahead. No, no, I agree with you. So I actually have a case that's currently pending um in a larger county and i filed a motion to suppress we heard that mo- motion the judge denied it and i went to the judge and i said look before we plea this i'm going to need permission to appeal uh, our suppression and the judge looked down at his docket and he goes mr this is a this is a possession of under a gram why why are we still here and i said well the offer they've they've enhanced him they've offered him you know four I said, that's, and he goes, they offered you that today? And I said, no, that's been the offer. That's part of the reason why we filed the motion to suppress. And he goes, the judge actually looked at me and said, wait a couple of weeks until the, until another prosecutor comes in here and then come open to me. We're going to get him out. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll do some, some, some county time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you could tell the judge was going, I'm not sending a guy away for having under a gram of meth for four years. I'm not paying for that. That, I know which county you're talking about. Um, yeah, that is, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine four years for under a gram of meth. But, you know, I I mean, I seen, do understand the enhancements are there. It could happen. I, if I, you went to trial, I definitely think you're getting that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen, and we'll talk about it, but... Uh, uh, a 25 to life on a less than a gram case. Right. It, right. And, and, and we have those and we've, we've seen them and, uh, I've had other attorneys tell their, tell their horror stories. Yeah. So we all, but, but it's really hard to kind of swallow four if you've done 1244 A's a couple of times right. to think this is the same offense and the search may not have been real clean. Right. Agreed. Right. So what happens next, Mr. Harris? Well, okay, so that was enhanced up to a third degree 2 to 10. There is a possibility for it to be enhanced up to a second degree felony. Right? So 2 to 20 and a $10,000 fine. Now, this is a this is an interesting one, I think. Um, again, we have this language of a violent repeat offender. Uh, there's a there's a handful of ways to get up to a 2 to 20. But essentially, you have um, you know, you're charged with a state jail felony of one prior felony conviction that's not a state jail felony uh, punished under 1235A. So how I read that is not just one felony conviction. It has to be like a final conviction. So you've gone to TDC for that. Correct. Right? So so we're not talking probation cases. This is actual, like, incarceration for a prior felony conviction for something other than a state jail. Third, second, first, or capital. I don't know. Um Th- that would get you. That would skip, uh, you know, skip the the third degree and go straight to a second degree, leaps right over that third degree. So, and that actually can be done, also with, uh, if you have a second one, if you have a second uh, uh, felony conviction. So not just one. One will get you to a second degree. 
But if you have two, that's also a second degree. <laughs> right. Yeah. So two separate, two set. Like you've you've gone to you've gone to prison, you've gotten out. That that one's done. Commit another felony, third degree or higher. Gone to prison, gotten out. Now you're doing a state jail. You're at a second degree, which seems like a big jump and a lot. Um, but that but that is how it happens. That's that's the reality. Um, and it it, it seems real quick and dirty right if you've gone on a third degree felony um that you would then have possession under gram and face two to 20 but that's the way the code's written certainly okay i need some help on this next one though all right because i think this is the one that todd has highlighted is like yeah it's real it's not real clear here um state jail violent habitual offender if state jail felony is punished under 1235C the state must plead and prove prior felony conviction uh, and, obvi- and excludes it can't be a state jail so some other felony and that'll get you to 2 to 20. I mean I, I think with the language of these other convictions if you're charged with a state jail felony and you have one or two prior pen trips yeah, it's a second degree felony. Yeah, you're looking at you're, you're, you're looking, looking at, at two to twenty. Yeah, you very well could be. Yep. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I read that. So regardless if it's a violent habitual offender or not, right? That's the way I read it. Yeah. Okay. We should have probably had an expert on to discuss <laughs> this stuff with us. Uh but maybe this will actually like generate some of our listeners to be like, you guys are effing idiots. This is what it means in practice. And if that's so, reach out to us. We would love to have you on the show to talk about it. Please help us become better lawyers. Yes, definitely. It's the whole reason we're doing this show. We used yeah. to think we were doing it to generate business, and we found out we're doing it to become better attorneys. Yeah. I mean, what? You've gotten one case. I've gotten one case from it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah. But we've made some great friends along the way. And that's all that matters. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But again, second degree. Here's the crazy part. We go from sec there is no first degree you there is no there is no state jail felony becomes a first degree felony. Right. Right? I mean, so like if I have a third degree, let's just let's just go with our normal kind of if I have a third degree felony. And I have a prior pin trip, it becomes a second degree felony, correct, Mr. Right. Earth? Right. Or second degree punishable. Technically, it's right, punished right. Pun- as a pun- second degree. Punishment, right. Right. So two to 20. If I have a third degree and I have two prior pin trips, it's now punishable as. If you have a third degree and it's two prior pin trips, mm-hmm. it would be habitual 25 to life. Oh, that's true, right? But a second degree can be enhanced punishment wise to a first. Right. But, there, but a state jail felony. Much like that third degree with that, we start right. talking about two prior felony convictions. Yeah, you never get, there's no, there's a big gap between 20 and 25. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to get 23 years <laughs> on a state jail felony, but right. you could get 25. Yeah, you, you can, can get You can 20. get two to 20 or 25 to 99 in a life. Yes. Can you imagine that? In some counties, right? Like let's say, 
you just have a bad case, but it's still a possession of methamphetamine and your guy just has all sorts of history, right? And on a less than a gram case, getting life in prison. And, and I think with the with the wrong jury. Exactly. Um, in the wrong jurisdiction, on the wrong day, it can happen. Um, Legally. I mean, that, that's... that's yeah, kind of it, kind it, of insane to me. It, it is it is incredibly insane. Um, but I don't know how you really work around that. And at some level, right? The whole reason it's written this way is that we, well, the the legislatures back beginning in the eighties decided we're we're tired of the in and out, 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 and they said. At some point, we just kind of throw you away and lock the door. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's uh, California's three strikes law has, you know, was was in the news a lot when I was growing up, and this is just Texas's version of it. Right. It's um, exactly what it is. Yeah, and um, and it's not so automatic like I think California's, but I'm not a California attorney. Don't quote me on that. Um, but you're right. I mean, when when this is done, it, it's all it's it's just people get tired of the recidivism, and then it's great to run. <laughs> if you're running for a state legislature, governor spot, or anything like that, to uh, to to want to just punish those in um, dire need of mental health and addiction control, uh, you right? Know, because addiction help, right? Um, and so you end up with these weird enhancements for you know, and and if you have two state jail felonies, you're facing a third degree. But if you've had a prior they automatically wrap that up. Well, I mean, think about because I've seen how many. I mean, I've seen indictments that that you know the, it's five pages, but the actual charged offense is one paragraph, right? And then the rest of it's enhancements. And so, enhancing with two prior state jails gets you up to two to ten, but if you're also including one you know, what third degree pen- felony. Right. What, what is that? Where does that get you? Because uh, it, it, I mean, would that get you to two to 20? I think you're at because, two to 20. You're right. Because if you're at a state jail, it's gotta be a violent repeat offender with one prior felony conviction is two to 20. But if you had a state jail and you have just enough to get to a third degree plus one and you're not a violent, but uh, you know, Offender, right? So part of it is that that twenty five to ninety nine life, you have to be a violent, habitual offender. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we're not talking about third degree theft, and um, assault bodily in- serious bodily injury. We're talking about you've been found guilty of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. You've used. You've committed a robbery. Right, it's a right habitual, and you've had two of those. Right, right, yes. Um, I mean, it's curious though that it's not listed. That it's not listed. That they don't mention anything about forty-two A under this in this uh, code right, section. Right, but it's but it's over in the in the it's actual a, it's code in number fourteen. Oh right. uh, yeah, it's in the code. Yeah, yeah. So you end up really having to have somebody who's already seen as 
the kind the, of a danger, a the, danger the scary to person, yeah, right? The yeah. scary person. Yeah. Um, for lack of a better term, and and at that point, then we start going. All right, well, now you got meth, and yeah, we're not talking about. These are not people who are every time it's drugs and only drugs and every time it's drugs. Okay, so if you get charged with possession of a controlled substance, methamphetamine, state jail felony, but your prior is a violent offense, one prior, right? that gets you... Two to ten automatically. That gets you two to ten, but then look at why not two to twenty? Right, because look at box twelve versus box fourteen. Well, that's repeat a f- offender prior felony conviction. Yeah, we were kind of curious on box fourteen. That was, uh, we say box fourteen. If you're following along, that's in chart two C. That was the first one where it's like, what? I don't know a state jail felony that would have a deadly weapon included in it. Right, I'm I'm charging yeah, with something else. So I I okay right. So maybe okay. This is going to be one we're going to have to revisit, I think. Um, and maybe we can get somebody smart to uh, to interpret this for us. Maybe a prosecutor. Oh, God. <laughs> really? No. no. Um, man, that would be the first prosecutor on the show if we did that. Mm-hmm. God, our listeners would revolt. All six of them? Do you think they're listening right now? Do you think that they think they've made it this far into the episode? No. <laughs> um, th- this this can be, you know, a lot of times I think like we as practitioners, we walk into court and we're like, stage of felony, great. Oh, I see enhancements, great. Two to ten, right? No problem. And just kind maybe of like two, maybe two to twenty, dismiss it mm-hmm. out of our head, right? Um, but this is, and I've seen you do this a number of times. This is a, a this is a this area is ripe for negotiating down to a much better often, uh, offer because if it's not pled correctly they cannot they cannot um you know go after the punishment they may want right so so you have to look at the language in the indictment and you have to look at the priors and make sure the priors actually fall within these code sections and were the priors actually final convictions finally convicted yes i have one right now where i've gone back to the to the da and said that wasn't they were literally on probation for that case when they were arrested on this one it wasn't a final conviction and you know they've enhanced them they've they've written up as, as an habitual offender and I was like, that's not what it is. And they're like, well, we'll waive it if you plea it. Yeah, you'll also waive it if we go to trial on it. I right, mean, we go to trial. And <laughs> you're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> they'll uh, fix it if we go to trial. Right, but, right. But it's like, fix it. Yeah, just fix it, man. Give me a realistic number based on a realistic range of punishment. Right. Right. Um, so and it's so do, easy. Do you know how they fix it? They just cross the darn thing out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's if it's confusing for us, you know it's confusing for prosecutors. Oh, and for a jury? And for a jury. God, my gosh. Right? Most judges? Uh-uh. Right. So most of the time, we know a state jail felony is going to be wrapped up to a third, maybe a second, unless you have a violent habitual offender, and then you start looking at this weird, crazy, super, yeah, basically super max, um, yeah, for yeah, lack exactly. of a better term. Um. But read your indictments. Read your indictment. Again, I think uh, 
one of our former guests, and I don't remember who it was, said, the first thing you have to do is read the indictment. Make sure the indictment yep. is correct. Right. Most of, in, in many counties, uh, it's the first page of the discovery packet. Uh, yeah. Um, and if not, it's always included. Read it. Right. Because if it's not correct, fight it. Yeah. Right. At least try to get it thrown out. If it is correct, you sometimes can take that and go, now look, I know this says meth under a gram, but we have enhancement one and enhancement two that you've done two prior meth trips. One, I know you only did six days. One, you did six months. Oh, and then you also have this third degree felony down here. So you're looking at on this little bit, two to 20, and they're offering you nine months in the state jail. Yeah. So why don't we go take that? Because you can't beat nine months in the state jail on this charge. Right. Because especially if that indictment's correct, it makes it very clear. This is what they're saying. It, paragraph one true. Paragraph two true. Paragraph three true. Yep. Okay. Two to 20. You want to put it in the hands of a juror? Right. No. No. Yeah. I still have some clients who are like, man, give, I'd rather have two on TDC than right. nine months. Yeah. And that's right. just a, that's just a, that's a different question. Right. And, and I'm, I'm like, okay, great. Now yeah. you're going to parole out and you're going to have to do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. It. I'm okay. Right. right. Cool. Yeah. But that's a but, matter of how you do the math. But, but make sure the, the important thing is not lose sight of, you know, these, these charging documents are important for a reason. Right. And, it, these these enhancements, state jail felony enhancements specifically, can be quite confusing. Um, so they're trying to fit a like a as we square peg in, in a this round hole. Last forty minutes, exactly. So, uh, man. Anyways, hey, if you're an expert on state jail felony enhancements, Andrew and I sure would like to talk with you. We would. We could use the help. And if where, you if you have an idea for an episode, if you have a question. Ask us. We'd love to have you on the show or have someone you know on the show. You don't have to be on the show. That may be intimidating to you. It's not. We're freaking idiots, and we're <laughs> on the show the same every episode. Uh, but we do enjoy doing this, and we enjoy talking with people who are smarter than us, so we all learn, right? right. Rising tide. Anyways, uh, how can they reach us? Uh, they can reach us on our website, which is Texas Crim defense.com.com they can find us on the facebook at andrew and andrew on texas criminal defense and they can find us on twitter um at just google it yeah uh, just, or, just or twitter search it exit. what do they call it exit okay uh yeah andrew yeah. and i are both also uh individually on instagram and maybe some other social medias or something like that i, I think i'm on the insta and on the uh, facebook and on the twitter oh you know what i'm on tiktok now yeah, and, we and know. And I do my dances, and I do my outfits, and I've been it's meaning great. to talk to you about that. Oh, yeah, I don't make any money. Nobody follows me, but yeah, but the people who do, we need to talk to you about that. I think we have an OnlyFans now. Is that right? Do we start a <laughs> OnlyFans podcast? Ain't nobody want that. For anyone who can't see me, I'm giving Andy a look of like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just stop now. So have you read anything good recently? Have you read anything that would be helpful to our people? Just the listeners, man. They're always chock full of uh, of information. But, you know, like a book? Right. 
I nothing nothing that would be helpful in in criminal defense stuff. I I'm I'm working my way through a nonfiction book about the fall of the Great Sioux Nation. It's wonderful. Uh, all the Earth is all that lasts. Uh, fantastic book. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. All right. What about you? No. <laughs> Nothing. I <laughs> just survived. Well, you know, big news. You got a big life change coming up, kind of preparing for. So, yeah, that, um, that we got other things before then. Got other things before then. I'm I guess probably, there's a holiday. So, uh, so, way back in the beginning, I told you my favorite book is A Christmas Carol, and I have not read it in a few years. And we're coming into that season. I'm going to read A Christmas Carol uh, in the next uh, 25 days. It's a holiday carol, I think, right? No, I said it was a. I, I didn't call it holiday carol. I can't remember. Uh, uh, no, I called it a Christmas story. That was wrong. It is I, a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens. And I made the mistake of calling it a Christmas special for our next show, but it's a holiday special. But it'll be both. All right. So for Andrew Harris, I'm Andrew Decker. And for Andrew Harris, I'm Andrew. I mean, I'm for Andrew Decker. I'm Andrew Harris. I did that on purpose. I'll be good.